This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by Lemon Pepper Wet. What is Lemon Pepper Wet again? Uh, Lemon Pepper Wet is an LA-based improv comedy team uh, on on which I am a member. Of which I'm a member. Uh, onto which I am a member. On unto him a star is born. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the scripture? <laughs> <laughs> unto him a star is born. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Bible you're reading. If but you that's haven't not in seen my Bible. The, the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper movie, it is the Nativity Story. <laughs> unto him a star is born. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, Lemon Pepper Wet is a, is an improv team I am a part of, and, uh, we have a couple shows coming up here in the holiday season, uh, at the, at UCBLA, uh, you can find those dates at, um, Lemon Pepper LA, Lemon Pepper Wet LA on, uh, on Instagram, or you can go to the UCBLA website and find those holiday shows, so if you don't have anything to do around Christmas holiday season time, then come see some comedy. Are they specifically holiday themed? They are ho- holiday themed shows. That's where the uh, For Unto Us A Star Is Born <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a great in. show to pitch. I should have done that. <laughs> For Unto Us A Star Is Born, it's a nativity story, but like with the characters from uh, Star Is Born, that would have been cool. Kind of, I guess. I don't know. Nah. Or it's a nativity story, but everyone's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, uh... <laughs> now you're talking my language, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the Jesus in that story? Is it Sam Elliott? Um, it's probably Sam Elliott, right? Yeah, I think it has to be, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like no one comes to the Father <laughs> except through me <laughs> and my Dodge Ram. <laughs> my Dodge Ram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so check ucbla.com or lemon pepper, lemon pepper wet on LA. Uh, Jesus, lemon pepper. Yes, Sam that's Elliot. who we're talking about. <laughs> Sam Elliott. Uh, lemon pepper wet LA on Instagram. Let's get into the show. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And my name is Brandon. How are you, Brandon? Doing pretty good. How about you? Good. It's Thanksgiving this week. It is. I'm excited. You excited? Do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Uh, I do observe mm, uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. From which perspective? The, uh, <laughs> the the conqueror side or the Native American side? Which perspective well, is celebrated in your that's household? A, that's a. <laughs> there's no way to answer that question correctly because I already it's know. It's easy. Do you feast as if you were the winners of some kind of slaughter, or do you, or is it a very somber, or, or, uh, no, a somber or, memorial service in your living or room? Do I don full Native American brown face? <laughs> yeah, that's which where one? this is going. Which one, Brandon? Um, I actually celebrated uh, as an Irish immigrant. Um, oh. Which is means we eat exclusively potatoes. Gotcha. It's a turkey made of potatoes. Well, actually, you wouldn't eat potatoes because there was a potato, a famous potato famine. So you'd have a bunch of potato dishes minus the potatoes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah, you yeah. want to fully mm. commit to the bit, yeah. Um, and corned beef, etc. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah, I do. As as uh um. As someone who reaps the benefits of the activities of conquerors, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I get together with my family and loved ones and we stuff our faces until we're ill and then we play games or watch, talk watch shit, the big game, watch football, oh, definitely watch football. Um, no, so yeah, the we, big game. The big we game. We can't legally say it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't say football? Correct, yes. <laughs> uh, all right. The licensing fees are astronomical. <laughs> For the sport of football? Hey, hey, hey. 
the big game. <laughs> the big game. All right. Uh, yeah, I do celebrate. You have a favorite Thanksgiving? Excuse me. Wait. Question. So who who are you celebrating Thanksgiving with? Uh, my extended family. Um, uh, so a bunch of people on my mom's side, aunts and uncles. They're what type uh, of my people nieces are they? and nephews. Uh, I mean, white people. Okay. Um, okay. And are they my like, grandma. Are they like kind of just regular, just kind of generic white people, or are they like, are they kind of hippy dippy? What kind of what kind of white people are they? Well, are you are you? Where are they want, from? Do you want me to open up the entire can of worms? Yeah, let's do it. Of, let's, of, let's go down the Brandon Shaw. Oh no, they'd be your mom's side. So the the Kathy. Um, Take a stab in the dark and you'll get it. Give Kathy Smith. Oh, you're really close. You're really close. Uh, Kathy Shannon? No, no. Kathy no. Smith was close. Um S- Schmidt? No. Okay, no, you were one letter away. But Smythe? also as far There's as no the, one's name Smith. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the the first letter that it starts with. Oh, okay. You move one direction, either forward or backward in the alphabet, and uh, also as far as a generic white name goes, that's it. Oh, um Kathy Reed? No, no. Kathy no. <laughs> Kathy, um, because the whole episode, you guessing my mother's maiden name, (laughs) (laughs) Kathy, um, is it start with an R? It doesn't start with an R. So it starts with a T. Starts with a T. Um, Truman. No, uh, that's not a common, uh, Tillman. Um, it could also be a first name. Okay, should we just cut to it or is it going to be the whole episode? (laughs) Kathy, uh, a man's first name or a woman's first name? A man's first name. Um, typically a man's first last name. I should have said. Um, pretty uh, much always a man's first name. Um, Todd. No, that was a great guess, though. <laughs> it was okay. What is it? Uh, Thomas. Oh, Kathy Thomas. Yes. Kathy so, Todd if you want like to uh, log into my financial records <laughs> right now, any of my online accounts, you have his mother's maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was the name of your first elementary school, Brandon? <laughs> or your what, first what? family pet? <laughs> well, we're talking history. <laughs> um, okay. Do you celebrate International Pets Day, which is actually coincidentally the day after Friday? <laughs> or the day after Thanksgiving? Uh, would you like to celebrate? Uh, uh, would you like us to join us in the celebration of the birth of our Lord? <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that from, quickly? Uh, that's from Just Friends. All right. I don't know. I'm just testing Come you, on, man. man. Who says it? Uh, uh, Dusty Dinkelman. A.K.A. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Dusty. What's his last name? His, his new last name. Lee. Lee. Dusty Whatever, Lee. Man. He, his face cleared up and he lost his stammer. <laughs> that movie's great. I'm going to watch that movie. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, that is a good movie. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Favorite or Christmas movie? Or holiday movie. It could be like a Hanukkah movie or a Kwanzaa movie. Um, there are Kwanzaa movies, just so you know. I was say. Soul uh, Food is a Kwanzaa movie, technically. Uh, no, you're thinking of Soul Plane, and I don't think it's a Kwanzaa movie. I don't know, but I don't think. No, you're thinking of the movie Airplane, is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, you're thinking of, uh, 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 Airplane? You're thinking of the movie Cars. You're thinking of the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, is what you're thinking of. Um, no, you're thinking of 310 to Yuma. No, you're thinking of the film Raising Arizona. <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Um, no, you're thinking of uh, uh, Leaving Las Vegas. 
leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> um, no, you're thinking of Hannah Montana is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you're thinking of from the office, the new boss, Robert California. <laughs> no, you're thinking of from the office, the new boss, uh, D'Angelo Vickers is who you're thinking of. <laughs> um, it's just D'Angelo. He doesn't have a last name. <laughs> oh, the singer yeah, D'Angelo? Yeah. The artist. Uh, D'Angelo. No, you're thinking of Beverly D'Angelo from the vacation movies. She Beverly plays. Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Billies is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Should we edit there? Yeah, let's All edit right, there. Edit, edit. All right, so what's your, do you have a favorite uh, Christmas movie or holiday movie? Christmas movie? Holiday movie? Um, Please don't say Die Hard like every other white guy oh, in college. No. That's so... I, Die Hard's my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> no, up. it counts as a Christmas movie, okay? Shut up. That's so stupid. So stupid. Uh, no, my, probably my all-time favorite is It's a Wonderful Life. That's uh, uh, Jim Stewart? Uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. J- Jimmy? Jim, yeah. oh, <laughs> my mouth's <laughs> bleeding, Bert. My mouth's bleeding. <laughs> it's a Wonderful so, 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 so Life. Paddles. Have you seen, uh, you know what the craziest thing is? So I happen to think that Jay, uh, Jimmy Stewart looks a lot like Nicolas Cage. Uh, and think about it. I'm thinking. Think about it. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe okay, you have to Google but it. continue. But then also, Nicolas Cage made a movie called The Family Man, which is essentially a remake of oh. of It's a Wonderful Life. And I just think that's really cool because they are very similar to me in my brain. So, yeah. Have you seen A Family Man? And I have not. Family Guy is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, American Dad is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Family Man's good. It's, uh, it's, I'm sure we talked about this before, but Nick Cage plays like a... Like an executive guy who's like rich and takes his family for granted. And uh, he meets Don Cheadle, who's uh, an angel working in a liquor store. And he treats him badly. And Don Cheadle's like, all right, man, you think you're so cool? I'm going to show you what your life would be like if if you weren't here type thing. Is Don Cheadle, as an angel, work year-round at this liquor store? And he just doesn't use yeah, his powers? one day a year, <laughs> he's magical. And, and, he's, <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? You're pissing me off. I'm going to show you what your life would be like without your family. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time, he's just like... He's just like, he's just uh, it'll be 397. <laughs> I get 40 on uh, pump number three. Guy, thanks. He's like, yeah, sure. Yep. Um, That's a good movie, though? Yeah, it's a good movie. It's good. It's classic Nick Cage. Does it end with... in What or what, what year is it from? Like, probably 99 uh, or something so, like okay. that. Okay, now yeah. you're talking my language. Nick Cage. Here we go. <laughs> Nick Cage. Does it end with him... Uh, Nick Cage at the end of the movie throwing his phone into a lake and starting his own firm. Probably. Okay. Because that is a classic uh, like absentee dad <laughs> end of the movie thing. He's like hey, he, he quits his job yeah, it's and like, does bet- it on his own terms. <laughs> exactly. It's between him like his job and his son's t-ball game. Yeah. That's like it's a very 90s theme. A lot of 90s movies were like dad's having to choose between being a successful businessman and being a family man. And the answer is to start your own small business because (laughs) just be happy with, with having your autonomy. Yeah. But that's so much more stressful. But Mm -hmm. anyway, we don't And fight club was like the ultimate version of that. (laughs) Um, yeah, I like family Um, man. Uh, that's not my favorite holiday. What is your favorite holiday movie? Oh man. It's probably home alone too. Uh, so the Home Alone movies are on, New York. are on Disney Plus. 
Yeah. And so uh, I was watching the first one the other night, and I can't wait to get to the second one. Because Lost in New York is really good. The first one is, is a lot better than I remember, though. Um, That's a good one. I watched number. I watched lost in new york a lot more than i watched the first one and i haven't seen the first one in a couple years so i watched it and it's it's pretty good it's uh it's much more of a uh of a straight kind of like it's much more of just like a straightforward movie i mean yes it's a comedy but it's much more like uh the second one is much more there's a lot more slapstick there's a lot more like goofiness of like joe pesci and daniel stern where in the first movie they're kind of like just straight up like bad guys like they're just trying to rob that house but this kid won't let them like in the second one there's lots of jokes there's lots of gags like more crotch hits yeah definitely definitely more crotch stuff they're kind of stupider in the second one joe pesci's character uh harry in the first one is like just a regular kind of two-bit criminal who's actually kind of smart like he has like like the way that they like figure out how to rob these houses by like figuring out when people are going on vacation and stuff like that like he's presented as a very smart criminal guy in the second one they're just complete idiots yeah they're both stupid yeah they're both just buffoons <clears throat> but uh in any event i think home alone 2 is probably my favorite um another favorite of mine is the santa claus you seen that movie mm, now you're talking my language tim allen yeah tim allen that's a good movie yeah um that's a that's another classic tim allen uh Where he 90s. Murders santa claus <laughs> A uh, classic Tim Allen divorced dad movie, <laughs> right? Which is most of his movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, so I watch it every year. Help me understand. At the end of that movie, is he Santa forever now? I mean, until he dies. I'm assuming he has immortality. So that's the rules. Like, if you kill Santa, you're now Santa. You're the new Santa. Well, well if you pick up the card, that's that's the Santa Claus with an E. Oh. If you pick up the card and read it, and or you put on the suit, I think. Uh, then you are contractually obligated to continue it because he doesn't want to be. So what if like a lady picks up the suit and puts it on? Is she now Santa Claus? Yeah, they should do that for if they bring back the series, the franchise. Well, do they a, they have do a, a lady Claus. version, and the fans will be really happy about that. They always are, <laughs> right? They fans, always are. Fans are always super welcoming of the the same thing, but now led by a woman. <laughs> They're always super happy about that, right? <laughs> um, they did make a Santa Claus too. It's I not, saw that one. It's, it's not, not great. that great. Yeah. Santa Claus three also with Martin Short as Jack oh, Frost. No. Just don't even don't even Google it. It's not even <laughs> worth a Google. Um, can I can I guess what what his Jack Frost is like? Because I'm assuming he's not a snowman like the Michael Keaton movie. Correct. I'm assuming he's just he just kind of wears like a frilly suit and makes a lot of ice puns. Yeah, and he has like <laughs> frost blue skin. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. And oh. like ice hair. Yeah. So he looks like uh he looks like uh, Alan Cumming as uh as um Nightcrawler in the second X Men movie. <laughs> you lighten up the the shade a little bit yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, now you're talking my language, uh, Santa Claus franchise. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving is this week. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm gonna stuff my face with my family. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish? Uh, dressing, hands down. Not stuffing. They're very different. (laughs) What is different about stuffing and dressing? Uh, Dressing is made by black people. (laughs) And stuffing comes out of a box and it's made by white people. (laughs) Stuffing (laughs) is made by stovetop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Stovers. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Stuffing was something... Yeah, it doesn't... It's You know, well, technically, I think the reason dressing and stuffing are different is because technically stuffing is made inside the turkey. Because it's stuffed. Right, and dressing is served on the side, and it's obviously by name a better dish because 
it can stand on its own. It doesn't have to be accompanied by the turkey. So like I'll eat a f- like so the way I do Thanksgiving, we always do it like buffet style. So there's all the dishes set up, and then you like get a plate, and then go make your plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great because we have so many because at my family and a lot of kind of black functions, there's so many family that shows up. It's impossible for all all of us to just sit down around one table and oh, can you pass the stomach? Oh, can you pass the? No, that doesn't happen except in like Visa commercials, you know. So uh, it's like buffet style. You go in the kitchen, make your plate, and you go sit down at one of the tables that have been set up. I will the first round. I will do like a full plate and and get very large overall portions but very small portions of each item just so i can taste everything oh yeah so i'll get a little bit of turkey a little bit of ham a little bit of you know dressing you ham at thanksgiving yeah whatever the secondary meat is there's always oh. a secondary meat okay right. sometimes it's like fried chicken sometimes it's ham whatever i'm not used to a secondary meat really yeah oh yeah there's always a secondary meat oh. so uh sometimes it's like they'll get fancy and want to do like a cornish hen or something like that Anyway, so I'll do a little bit of everything. That's the first round. The second round will be <laughs> half the plate will be dressing with gravy on top. Yep. The other half is macaroni. mashed potatoes. No, okay. no, 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 no. Oh. Macaroni. I don't even think we usually have mashed potatoes. Really? Yeah. That's like. A, a, I know it's a staple a of like staple. white Thanksgiving, like turkey, you don't have turkey a, gravy, and mashed potatoes. You don't have uh, uh, mashed potatoes at all? No. With, with Thanksgiving. Typically not. Really? And sometimes I, I can rem- I, f- I feel like sometimes we have, but it's not like a staple like part of it. Interesting. So there's the state. Let me break it down for you. Uh, let me talk your language, uh, uh, Brandon. All right. <laughs> the staples of Black Thanksgiving are turkey, some kind of secondary meat. So I guess I won't even include that in the staples. I'll say turkey, uh, dressing, mm-hmm. and the gravy's on top of that. So that's all one thing. Macaroni and cheese. Mm. Mm. I'm talking your language. And then usually uh, yams. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yams. <sighs> uh, so, yeah. So, my second plate will be half the plate will be dressing and gravy. The other half will be macaroni and cheese and yams. And that's the second plate. What about third plate? I usually don't make it to a third plate. Yeah. Uh, it, it third plate. Uh, actually, well, third plate is dessert. So, that'll be banana pudding, sweet potato pie. Mm. A little bit of each. Yeah, man. This is very uh, okay. Let me break down a, a white Thanksgiving for you. <laughs> All right. You got your turkey. Uh, you got your cranberry sauce. Yep, cranberry sauce is part okay. of it too. Okay. Yeah, and your sure. and your gravy. You got your stuffing. <laughs> I would not put gravy on my stuffing. By the really? Way. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. And you ever tried it? It's great. <laughs> I haven't. I don't think it's great. Um. And then uh, mashed definitely mashed potatoes. Uh-huh. Um, there's usually probably like if it's a real white Thanksgiving, it's probably some kind of like green bean casserole or some oh, kind of like yeah. green. It's not a salad, but like some kind of green vegetable. Yeah, some kind there. of yeah. I I usually am like no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but like, oh man, I didn't save any room for it. I'll get on the next on the next trip. <laughs> um, definitely uh some kind of sweet potato. Yeah. Um, but it's called sweet potatoes, not yams. Okay. Uh, some kind of like it'll be like the and you're gonna flip your shit right no, now is this is it the version with like uh marshmallow marshmallows on top, on top? Oh, yeah. see i've had that before and it's fine but like that is basically dessert you <laughs> right. can't like take a bite of that and then go back to the <laughs> to the turkey yeah uh yams is pretty much the same thing except no it's just as sweet but no like um no marshmallows on top um but yeah i love oh man i love yams man it's all it's just butter and brown sugar yeah. It's just a plate of butter and brown yeah. sugar. It's really good, though. But yeah. 
Um, and then uh, probably definitely pumpkin pie. You have pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving? Um, it, black people eat sweet potato pie. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, I've never had sweet potato pie. Oh, <laughs> bring it, me, bring me so back a slice. I will think of think of pumpkin pie, but better. Like really, like pumpkin pie. I but do r- love sweet potatoes. Like it's it's like pumpkin pie, but richer. It's so good. It's really okay, good. Okay. It's really fantastic. There's also uh, sometimes pecan pie. Yeah, pecan pie is good. I love pecan pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, or pecan pie, depending on uh, <laughs> depending on where you're from. <laughs> where you're from? Pecan pie. Um. No, toucan Sam is who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> no yes we can is what you're thinking of the, the barack Ob- obama slogan yes um yes we can no you can't yes i can that song is what you're thinking of <laughs> no bob the builder can we fix it bob the builder yes we can is what you're thinking of <laughs> good luck <laughs> Wait, was it Bob the Builder? Yeah. Um, oh, all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again, is what you're thinking no, of. No, the Humpty Dance is what you're thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> the Humpty Dance. No, Tupac Shakur is who you're thinking of. Crazy, that that's where he got his start. Wait, what? You didn't know Tupac was like part of Humpty's crew. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. You know your history, Brandon. That's how you got to start with like Digital Underground and all that. That's funny. Yeah, you, there's video on YouTube of Tupac doing the Humpty dance. That's does he? The guy had like sunscreen on his nose. or something, He had like right? a fake nose. Yeah, it was like a like a bright white nose or something, right? It was like one of those noses. Yeah, like it was like a or like a like, Groucho Marx. It was, Groucho Mar- it was okay. literally a Groucho Marx thing that he bought at a thrift store because he thought like. Because he, he came up with the voice before he came up with, like, the persona. He was like, well, because there's, there's literally a documentary on Netflix about this. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, it's part of the the hip-hop evolution documentary. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he was like, they came up with this song, this hump. Like, there was, like, an original song that they did. And then once the persona in that song took off, they're like, oh, well, Humpty's got to have a dance. And so they did, like, a whole dance song. And they're like, well, we got to shoot a music video. And this crazy guy has got to have a crazy look. And so that's when they created the Humpty. And they were like, Tupac, get over here. <laughs> well, Tupac was just some guy from <laughs> Oakland at the time. <laughs> he was not Tupac. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that the, the unknown guy who can rap kind of good in uh, the Digital Underground would go on to be like the the most the, you know, the most well-known gangster rapper there's ever been. Right. Just crazy. That is crazy. Um. Anyway. Anyway, so that's Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving. Uh, <clears throat> have you started decorating for Christmas yet? No, Good. I have uh, 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 been very firm um, about not. I mean, not. I'm. I'm acting all. You're tough. ruling your household right. with an iron I'm, fist. I'm, I'm, I'm acting like that's the case, but I'm just like, hey, no, we shouldn't decorate until um, after Thanksgiving. Um, my son is very excited about Christmas. Um, every time we go to Target, he just runs the Christmas stuff. So he's going to be stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been trying to like pump the brakes with him and Christmas. Why is that? Oh, just because you don't feel like doing it yet? For like two months? No. I th- I think it's crazy that Christmas, the start date of Christmas keeps getting pushed back. For for a long time, it's been day after Thanksgiving. Cool, we can do Christmas. Uh, this year, Mariah Carey posted a video <laughs> on Halloween night. That said, like, it's that time of year again. And it was her dressed as, like, Tina Turner. And she, like, goes to sleep 
in the Tina Turner outfit and then she wakes up and she's in like a Santa outfit and she has a, a phone call from Santa and then um, All I Want for Christmas is You starts playing and I'm like, no, it's November 1st. Who put Mariah Carey on TikTok <laughs> is what I want to know. It's crazy that Mariah Carey's like, yeah, I'm a meme now. Um, let's, and she's she's leaning into it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, are you guys going to do, are you guys going to do Santa Claus? He likes Santa Claus a lot. Um, he thinks Santa's really cool. But we're not going to like, well, for one, I want credit for getting in those presents. Oh, okay, gotcha. But then for two. You're going to be like, look what Santa brought you. <laughs> right. We're going to be like, hey, Santa's a cool character in Christmas in the same way that like we just went to Disneyland and he's like, oh, there's Woody and Buzz. Like that kind of a thing. Uh-huh. But like Santa, first of all, telling him that a strange man is coming into our house <laughs> would freak him out. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I want I want credit for those presents. So mm-hmm. we're kind of doing it, but not like fully. He likes Santa. You guys going to do Elf on the Shelf? Definitely not. <laughs> Why, man? Elf on the Shelf is creepy as hell. No, that's cool, man. I don't understand it. It's like it causes mischief. And like they're supposed to wake up in the morning every day in December. Uh-huh. Or if you're playing by Mariah Carey rules mm-hmm. every day for two months. Mm-hmm. In October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, oh, he, uh, he spilled a little bit of milk. Oh, looks like the elf. It was the elf or whatever. Yeah, he like, causes mischief. No, I have. I but already like fun have mischief. Not like, oh, he set the house on fire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I already have a small person who causes mischief in my house. And that's her my name son. is Faith Shaw. <laughs> Well, she's not a small person. That's funny. That's she's true. about as tall as I am. That's true. She's um, taller than you. She's not taller than me. Really? Yeah. I have like a half inch. I don't know. As long as I'm uphill. That's true. Um, do you do Elf on the Shelf? I don't have a child, so well, no. Do, yeah. Do you do with Julie? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Babe! Oh, no! What, is, what happened? <laughs> he knocked all the books off the bookshelf. <laughs> no, we it don't. It looks like he shredded your important psychology paper. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, definitely not. You're doing, doing that. like legitimately oh. mean things. <laughs> oh, he ate that slice of pie you were saving with your name written on it. Oh, wait, so you're just using him to cover up your <laughs> yeah, exactly your oh, and, misstep. And apparently, he got a speeding ticket in your car. Oh, oh, it looks like he left all my laundry out. Oh, elf. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I swore I took out the chicken to thaw from the freezer. The elf must have put it back. Um, yeah. Uh, no, no elf on the shelf happening here. Uh, and no, not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You cut to Julie. She's at home. She's sitting uh at the dinner table there's like it's a candle at dinner and it's cold it's just her right but it's just two two places and she gets a phone call and you're like hey babe she's like hey um are you coming home soon i'm so sorry the elf on the shelf keeps keeping me out he said i'm not gonna be back till 2 a.m i gotta go out and get drinks for the elf's birthday um yeah exactly Funny thing happened. The elf got drunk and now we're in the drunk tank. Could you maybe come bail us out? Us. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were both drinking, but I swear I didn't drive. It was all the elf. I told him it wasn't a good idea. Wait, so you let a stuffed elf toy drive? 
He's very convincing. Uh, yeah, so no no Christmas decora- decorations happening yet. Happening yet? It's way too early. We got to respect Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, Thanksgiving. I'm, uh, that's what's going on this week. Very excited about yep. that. All right, let's dive into some noteworthy headlines. Okay. Um, uh, I got three things. Three big things. I got a few things. Okay. Uh, you tell you what, you start. Uh, are you aware? Uh, so I, I read a headline last week that Spotify is going to start giving out their own awards. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Um, so they're throwing their hat in the ring in terms of, uh, I don't know if they're going to have like an award show that's going to be on TV. Um, but they are going to have like an awards thing where they give out awards for streaming and stuff like that. To different I'm assuming it's just, <clears throat> excuse me, ugh, I'm assuming it's just uh, based on streaming numbers. Yes. So and, like most streamed. Yeah. In- and it's basically self-promotion for them. Of course. It's like, oh, look how well the Joe Budden podcast is doing. It's available <laughs> exclusively on Spotify. <laughs> uh, and uh, the award for most popular Spotify session goes to... <laughs> exactly um but yeah i thought that was kind of cool because right now there is no award thing for streaming it's all just like popularity contests at this point yeah. uh so yeah that's kind of cool uh i mean speaking of which we can talk about the amas that just happened oh yeah the american music awards as um, it were i didn't watch it and i actually didn't look anything up about it so nice i have the full list of winners in front of me in a in a reversal we normally do it where where well, I you're quiz. the prepared one and i'm not <laughs> nice um yeah let's do it wait uh, quiz me or, right. or let me guess okay artist of the year uh the nominees are I already know who it is. I, oh. do, I mean, I don't know who it is, but I know who it is. All right. There's Drake, Ariana Grande, Halsey, Post Malone, and Taylor Swift. Oh. Well, then in that case, I take it back. What was you it, it was You thought it was going to be Lil Nas X? No, I thought it was going to be Lizzo. Oh, uh, Drake, Ariana Grande, Halsey, Post Malone, and Taylor Swift. I'm going to go with Ariana Grande. Uh, you'd be wrong, sir. It's Taylor Swift. Unfortunately. Okay, because I know she was getting an award for like a uh, artist of the decade as well is that what she got yeah because mm-hmm. there was a whole thing with um her song songwriting rights where mm-hmm. she wasn't going to be able to perform them and then now she is and whatever um but that's crazy that she got artist, artist of, of the, the year like for what <laughs> did she release an album this year i don't know did she i don't know i don't know but i mean it's crazy uh, I would okay. if I if I was uh, so after each award I'll tell I'll tell you who I would have given it to if I was running the AMAs. Well, you would have given it to Drake. No, I would have given it to Ariana Grande. Okay, I think she had a great year this year. She had like a great album uh, that like three of the songs were like number one singles. Like yep. she had a great a great year. I would have given it to Ariana Grande. Uh, all right, new artist of the year. We've got Luke Combs, whoever that is. <laughs> We've got Billie Eilish. We've got Lil Nas X, we've got Lizzo, and we've got Ella May. Okay, so it's between Billie Eilish and Lizzo, and I'm going to go with... Why not Lil Nas X? Well, he didn't win, right? I don't know. Did he? He didn't. No. I'm going to go with... The problem with Lil Nas X... Please, tell me the problem with Lil Nas X. Is because it was like, he was so big for so long, and it was it became a joke. Okay. So I, that's why I feel like he he couldn't okay. have best new artist. Okay. Oh great, I'm wrong, aren't I? I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna ugh. best new artist. I'm gonna go with Lizzo. It was Billie Eilish. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Um, again, I would have given that to Lizzo. Um, yeah. But you got to think it's American Music Awards. This is like, you know, it's pretty Caucasian. Uh, Which is why I thought it was going to be Lizzo. Yeah. Not over Billie Eilish, though. Not for this crowd. Um, collaboration of the year. Is it, does it skew younger, the AMAs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got to take that into consideration. Um, the, the AMAs was the award show that like Justin Bieber used to win every award for. Gotcha. Like he, the Justin Bieber awards. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Um, which is, I guess, why the Taylor, the Taylor Swift thing makes a little bit of sense given the... Um, all right. Collaboration of the year. Nominees are Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper for Shallow. Lil Nas X, Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road, Marshmallow and Bastille, Happier, Sean Mendez, and Camila Cabello for Senorita. I'm going to go with Lil Nas X on this one. It was Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. I would have for oh, sure given yeah. it to Lady Gaga, or excuse me, uh, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray. Yeah. I'm going to take my. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Post Malone and Sway Lee were also nominated, but they're not winning <laughs> for Sunflower. <laughs> yeah. They're not giving an AMA to Sway Lee, unfortunately. All right, tour of the year is a category. Tour of the year? Yes, I guess they gr- they're judging people's live shows now. So okay. Ed Sheeran. Oh gosh. Pink, Elton John, <laughs> Ariana Grande, and BTS. I don't know who BTS is. Oh, BTS. Are they a K-pop group? Yeah. Okay. They're like the biggest K-pop group. Gotcha. Uh, in this case, I'm gonna go with BTS. They won. Yep. Um. Although, oh man, that Ariana Grande tour was crazy. Um, okay. Favorite music video. Billie Eilish, Bad Guy. Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. Halsey, Without Me. Lil Nas X, Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road. Taylor Swift, You Need to Calm Down. Um, I haven't watched a music video in years. <laughs> and I haven't seen any of those. They're back, man. Music videos are back. Where? Do you, I mean, YouTube. I YouTube guess, now. Right? They're, they're Is TRL back? Yeah, it's a YouTube it, show now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, hey guys, it's me, Carson Daly. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, laser hands. He does the the Keenan bit from the SNL videos. Laser hands. What is that? At the end of the the SNL videos on YouTube, Keenan fires lasers out of his fingers. <laughs> it's at the. It's like the bumper at the end of all SNL videos on YouTube. Oh, oh. Um. Yeah, music videos are back in a big way. Artists are now putting. Um, they used to not put money into music videos for a while, but now that there's so many video platforms on social media, yeah, makes uh, sense. a lot of them are doing music videos again. Um, so uh, I have no idea who won best music video. <laughs> Me either. I mean, I know who won, but I, I haven't seen any of these videos except for the Lil Nas X video, and uh, they gave it to Taylor Swift. Cool. For you need to calm down. Um, favorite social artist. What does that mean? I guess favorite artist on social on media, social media? I guess. Oh, gosh. So BTS, Billie Eilish, EXO, Ariana Grande, Shawn Mendes. Am I just an old man now that yeah. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess I'll just lean into it then. You have any prune juice? <laughs> I have some Depends and some prune juice if you need That would it. be great. Uh, BTS won that. Okay. All right. Favorite male artist, pop slash rock. Drake, Khalid, Post Malone. Khalid. Khalid won, yeah. Nailed it. Favorite female artist, pop slash rock. Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift. Oh. 
Well, I'm. I would say Billie Eilish, but I feel like Taylor Swift is going to take Taylor it. Taylor Swift because she's taking everything. Taylor Swift won. Oh, you know what? Oh, the American Music Awards is voted on by people, right? No, I think you're thinking of the People's Choice Awards, honestly. No, I think it is. Is it voted by? I people? think. I think it is. Maybe then. Not like an Academy. Like you have to be a member. I think. Gotcha. I think. I don't know because oh, there was this whole drama with Taylor Swift leading up to this because she was going to receive Artist of the Decade award, mm-hmm. um, and everyone knew that, so she was going to perform. Um, but then she wasn't going to be able to perform any of her songs because her songs are now owned by like Scooter Braun and and whoever else that um, that like she hates, and so she was saying like they're not releasing her songs to be able to perform. So she's not going to be able to perform. And so she posted a thing on Instagram, this whole thing, this whole note about it. And was like, I don't know what to do guys. I'm, you know, I'm really worried. Please let them know how you feel about this. And so obviously there was like the, the Taylor Swift internet fans went nuts. Some people even like doxed them, like, uh, put their like phone numbers and home addresses online. Um, which is, pretty serious Mm -hmm. uh and so i'm wondering if knowing that it's voting if that played into taylor swift winning all of his awards (laughs) probably because her fans are like no do you know any of like the the story there like why is scooter braun like why won't he license her music so that she can perform it I think they've had uh bad blood (laughs) if i can quote taylor swift (laughs) all right um for a while because they did work together initially, uh-huh. yeah. and then because he like discovered her, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah that's right. Um, but then she wants like full ownership, and he doesn't want that. Um, of course not. And so they were recently sold uh, in what she calls like an under the table. Like she didn't know it they were had being sold. to be under the table if she didn't buy it, <laughs> right? Because so like if yeah. you know what I mean, like she would like. Unless she has a bad management team, which I don't think she does, um, like there's no way Taylor Swift doesn't buy her own masters. You right. know what I mean? Like that that's crazy. So she is planning on uh, in 2020 when she legally can, basically as soon as she legally can, she's going to re-record her entire discography so that uh, like scooter and whoever is not getting scooter <laughs> is there is there actually you know what i'm on taylor's side because because his name is scooter yeah. is there no way is there no amount of money he'd sell it for i don't know i mean she's got it i'm sure but That's yeah crazy so anyway i wonder if that played into her winning all of his awards yeah anyway are there she, are there more categories let me see yeah. Oh, there's a ton more. And we don't have to go through all of them. <laughs> Favorite um, duo or group? Pop slash rock. BTS, Jonas Brothers, Panic at the Disco. BTS won that. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, favorite album? Pop or rock? Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish one? <laughs> Hold on. No. Um, my phone is tripping balls. What's wrong with your phone? Um... It, it lost the page, uh, but we're back. All right. Let's see here. All right. Um, favorite group or duo, we did that. Favorite album, pop rock, Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift. It was Taylor Swift. Tight, 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 tight. Favorite song, pop rock, was Halsey with Without Me, Jonas Brothers, Sucker, uh, Old Town Road, High Hopes by Panic at the Disco, and Sunflower 
by Post Malone. What's the category again? Best song, pop or rock. I'm going to go High Hopes. It was Without Me by Halsey. Oh. I mean, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go through this whole list. Let me see. Why you don't want you don't like pointing out how old you are? Yeah, this is no, not. No, we got to do the rap. Ca- we got to do rap. Um. Okay. Well, now I'm gonna feel really old. No, it's a it's AMAs. It'll be very surface level rap. <laughs> uh, it's not the BT Hip Hop Awards. Um. Favorite artist, rapper, hip hop: Cardi B, Drake, or Post Malone? Cardi B. Good. Now you're thinking like a white teenager. <laughs> uh, favorite album, rap slash hip hop, Meek Mill Championships, no. Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding, Probably. or Travis Scott, Astro World. Uh, Post Malone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. I'm Fa- tapped into into white teenage America right now. <laughs> uh, favorite song, rapper, hip hop, uh, Old Town Road, Wow by Post Malone, or Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. Old Town Road. What's the other one? Wow by Post Malone. I'm gonna say Old Town Road. Or sicko mode. Uh, it was Old Town Road. Favorite. I'm back, baby. Oh God, this 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 category bums me out. Favorite male artist, soul slash R and B. Right. Okay. Who's the Chris Brown? Okay. So he didn't win. Clearly, this is why you're upset. Khalid. Okay. You want to guess at what the third name is? What is the category? Favorite male artist. Soul slash R&B. I'm going to say Sean Mendez. <laughs> That's very funny. Not Sean Mendez. Not much better than that. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. So Bruno Mars won then. Yeah. Which is a bummer because Chris Brown won, not only had an amazing album this year, but is like, Bruno Mars didn't even have an album this year. That's, that's right. Bruno Mars hasn't put out an album since 2016. <laughs> And his last single was Please Me with Cardi B, which is basically a remake of That's What I Like. Like, come on, man. Yep. Um, Chris Brown had an amazing album this year. Uh, and he had two of the biggest songs of the year. That uh, Undecided was a huge song. I'm undecided. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and another one, the, the song that's like been number one for weeks. It's not anymore, but it was for weeks uh, with Drake. Yeah, uh, uh, no, you got it, girl. No, you, no guidance. Guidance. Like, what well, was Bruno Mars' last big song? Please me. When was that? Okay, but have you heard Uptown Funk lately? <laughs> it still slaps. Okay. <laughs> I would never describe Bruno Mars' music as slapping. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, they should have given that to Chris Brown. Uh, well, keep in mind they're also at this award show handing out awards for the best social media. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Favorite female artist, soul slash R and B, Beyonce, randomly Lizzo or LMA. Lizzo, Beyonce. <laughs> I'm surprised, <laughs> right? And it, why would you give it to Beyonce? One, she was not there. Uh, definitely was not there. And two, Lizzo, I'm sure, was there. Yeah. <laughs> and she probably performed. <laughs> Beyonce. All right. Favorite album, soul slash R&B, Chris Brown, Indigo, Khalid, Free Spirit, or LMA, LMA? Khalid. For sure. Favorite song, soul slash R&B, Khalid, Talk, Lizzo, Juice, LMA, Trip. Wait, favorite song, not best song. No, favorite song. So it must be like a, a fan voted award. Okay. Uh, the uh, Juice by Lizzo. No, Khalid, talk. Ju- uh, Lizzo's not doing well at the AMAs this year. <laughs> Favorite artist, alternative rock. Listen to who they've listed as alternative rock. 
Billie Eilish. <laughs> okay. Imagine Dragons and Panic at the Disco. None of those artists are alternative rock. <laughs> Who do you think won? Um, well, either Imagine Dragons or Panic at the Disco. I'm going to go with Imagine Dragons. Billie Eilish. <laughs> what? Yeah. Famous alternative rocker, Billie Eilish. Favorite artist, adult. Listen to who they've labeled as adult contemporary music. Maroon 5. Okay. Pink. Okay. Taylor Swift. <laughs> His favorite artist? Yeah, of adult of, contemporary. Adult contemporary? I'm going to go with Taylor Swift. Yeah, because Taylor Swift is adult contemporary. She's 23 years old. <laughs> um, fa- favorite? So, if if Taylor Swift is adult contemporary, what is the Dave Matthews band? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's grandpa that's- music. <laughs> um, uh, favorite artist, Latin? Bad Bunny, J Balvin, or Ozuna. I mean, pick one. <laughs> they all make the same songs. Uh, J Balvin won. Um, and they all make the same songs together. <laughs> oh, here we go. Fa- now, now we're talking your language, evangelicals. Favorite artist, contemporary, inspirational. Oh, gosh. Lauren Daigle with Winner. Or oh, excuse me. Oh, she won. <laughs> I thought the album was called Winner. <laughs> it was Lauren Daigle for King and Country and Mercy Me. <laughs> Uh, Lauren Daigle one. All right. Favorite artist, uh, f- uh, electronic dance music. Avicii was nominated somehow. Okay. <laughs> He's been deceased for probably two years now or a year. Um, Avicii, uh, Marshmallow, or Chainsmokers? Chainsmokers. Marshmallow. Dang it. Because they're not even an EDM band, Chainsmokers. They're a pop band. Favorite soundtrack, um, A Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, or Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Bohemian Rhapsody. That's giving that best soundtrack though doesn't make sense because it's just like, hey, do you like um, the music that they made for the Spider-Man movie, or are you just a big Queen fan? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's why, like, I can't wait for them to make a Prince biopic. It's gonna be amazing. Right. That's gonna win every award. Yeah. Who do you think should play Prince? Oof, I was just about to ask you that because I don't want to answer that. I have no idea. Um, if it's not going to be some unknown guy who's going to be really good at it, uh, if you had to say you had to pick someone who's already an established talent. Oh, Scarlett Johansson then for sure. <laughs> yeah, she can play anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and she should be legally allowed to. <laughs> and we should all like it. Uh, and if you don't like it, just shut up. <laughs> um, if they're going to give, if they're going to have anyone do it, I think it should either be. Bruno Mars. You're okay with Bruno Mars playing Prince? Yeah. You were just talking smack on Bruno Mars. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I said talking smack. I don't yeah, know what man, year we, it is. It's not 1997, <laughs> man. <laughs> you were just talking jive about Bruno Mars. <laughs> you were just harshing his buzz. Um, no, I think Bruno Mars is immensely talented. I just don't think. He represents what white people think he represents. You know what I mean? Like he's not this groundbreaking R and B musician. Like right, he's right. he's a very talented musician playing music that was, uh, that has been b- being played since the eighties. You know what I mean? Like he's not doing anything new. He's he's playing new jack swing and not giving any credit to Bobby Brown or New Edition. And I just you know whatever. Anyway, I think I think uh, on I think he looks enough like Prince. He's a small guy. 
I think he he's charismatic enough. I think he's and then on top of that, he can play the hell out of a guitar and he can sing. It's true. Uh, I think he's really qualified. I think Miguel could probably do it. I don't know if Miguel would be as good an uh, actor, yeah. but um, yeah. If not someone completely unknown who just is who just is Prince, then uh, I would say probably Bruno Mars and second choice would be Miguel. So Bruno Mars could star and and Miguel be a stunt double. <laughs> so whenever they do the motorcycle shots, they'll have uh, Miguel do those. Also, serious uh, issue: Bruno Mars might be too short. Really, he's very short. But Prince was also tiny. How tall was Prince? Like five six or something crazy. Hang on. How tall was Prince? Prince was five feet. Two inches tall. Yeah. Never mind. Bruno is very qualified. Watch this. How tall is Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars is five feet, five inches tall. He actually yeah. might be too tall to play <laughs> yeah, him. Never mind. He's too tall to play <laughs> Prince. No, yeah. Prince was a tiny, tiny man. Um, that's why I'm saying Bruno Mars is like the... And it's crazy that Bruno Mars all looks like that, you know, could, could wear the Prince hair and would look fine. But also is that tiny and also that comparable of a musician. Like he's really good at the guitar and really good at yeah. singing. So yeah, I think he could do it. I think Bruno Mars, if if by the time they do it, he's the right age, I think Bruno Mars is like destined for that role. Do you think he's gonna pull a Beyonce in the same way that Beyonce was like, All right, I'm Nala, I'm gonna release an entire Lion King album. There for sure will be not only a soundtrack to the movie, mm-hmm. there will be a Bruno Mars does Prince album that yeah. accompanies the movie for yeah. sure. And honestly, like that's he probably he needs to do something else other than what he's been doing for the past yeah. three years. I think I I think that would be like now, whether or not a Prince movie ever gets made, I don't know. Because I don't know. Prince was very particular about, like, his estate and all his crap. And I don't mm-hmm. know, like, who owns the rights, what his what his instructions were about the rights to his likeness and all of that. I don't know. But if it ever does get made and Bruno Mars is still of age, like, if they don't make it 30 years from now, <laughs> I think right. Bruno Mars should be the, the role. I think he's... He's got it. He's got to do it. And if not, then probably Taylor Swift. She uh, <laughs> seems to be a fan favorite. <laughs> if they leave it up to the AMA voters to vote, Taylor <laughs> Swift will be Prince. <laughs> um, all right. What else we got? Uh, um, what else do you have? Okay. So uh, it's a it's a good pivot. Are you still going to be in music or are you not going to be in music right now? Uh, still going to be in music. Okay. Go for it. Um, do you know what was happening at the exact same time that Taylor Swift was winning all these awards and winning the award for artist of the decade? I don't. What was happening? At the exact same moment, Kanye West was putting on the Nebuchadnezzar Opera, Opera right. at the Hollywood Bowl. And I can't help but think that that is not coincidental. It's probably not coincidental. Yeah. Or you know what? It probably is coincidental. I don't think Kanye thinks a lot about Taylor Swift anymore. Taylor Swift definitely thinks more about Kanye than Kanye does of her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I think it's coincidental. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't think Kanye's thinking about anything that much, especially not Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, did you see anything about the opera? No. Uh, I saw some oh. photos of like the what it looked like. It looked crazy. Um, I haven't read any reviews or anything about it. Um, I, I read some reviews and I watched some clips. Okay. You can watch the whole thing on Title, but you have to sign up for a free trial of Title, so <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, you, you didn't even hit, you didn't even hit up Ryan to see if he uh, has a has a spare email up. address I can borrow. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan A Shaw at no. Uh, so yeah. would you would you what's the consensus coming out on the other side? Um, well, in true Kanye fashion, it was 50 minutes long. Only 50 minutes? 50 minutes. Okay. 
Um, I, well, I heard they put it together in like a couple weeks. Yeah. And so a lot of stuff that I've read, there's not a lot of like rave reviews on it. It's a lot of like, this feels like it was thrown together the last minute mm-hmm. because it was literally like the Sunday service choir singing. And then like a couple opera songs. <laughs> no. So it was the Sunday service choir singing mm-hmm. and like, like more chorus kind of stuff. There's not really any soloists. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye reading live from the book of Daniel mm-hmm. about the Nebuchadnezzar story. Oh. And then there's a couple actors on stage, but they didn't really have a whole lot of stuff that they were doing. They're just they kind of solos. doing like more like dance type than anything, right? Like more yeah. choreography type stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it felt very like, oh, it's Kanye reading the Bible on top of the Sunday service choir. Gotcha. And then they said... Uh, it appeared many moments that Kanye seemed frustrated that mm-hmm. uh, there would be like the main actor and then there would be like a chorus of people behind him who were mimicking like his movements and they didn't seem to really know what they were doing. Oh. Um, and so he then looked visually frustrated that like it, they weren't doing what he wanted. Gotcha. But that's it's probably just a lack of preparation. Yeah. They um, didn't have a lot of time to turn that around from yeah. what I understand. And there weren't any, not that there has to be, and there wouldn't be for Kanye, but no set pieces, um, not a whole lot of like right, right. stuff. Typ- typical theatrical stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. Um, and so I was thinking about this and this and the, and the, the Jesus is King album. And I came up with an analogy that I think you'll appreciate. Okay. Uh, This era of Kanye, to me, kind of feels like um, Ben from Parks and Rec when he gets into stop motion. The claymation? The claymation, (laughs) yeah. And everyone's like, uh... He's knee deep in some claymation. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, "Um, okay, I really care about you and I want you to, to... be better um and it's fine if you want to like pour a lot of time into this but i just want to make sure you're okay uh and you're not gonna like you're not gonna like shit on his um his claymation although uh ben's claymation and kanye's opera are about the same length (laughs) (laughs) like relatively yeah (laughs) that's funny um yeah i feel like uh yeah, they it sound they they literally like created a show and tried to turn it around in a couple weeks, which is nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I will hopefully I'll get a chance to watch it, uh, especially it's only fifty minutes. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So hit up my brother for a free trial of title. <laughs> All right, we'll do. <laughs> um, one more story I have on music. Uh, did you see what's ha- going on with Omarion and B two K and Lil Fizz and all that? Uh, no. Uh, are you aware of who Omarion is? Yes. Are you aware of the group B2K? No. The group B2K. Y2K is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Chris Jericho, Y2J is who you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Austin 316 is what you're thinking no, of. No, Steve the Punisher Austin <laughs> is who you're thinking of. <laughs> um, so B2K is the R&B group that Omarion started in as a teenager. And okay. they have since broken up and like went their separate ways. Omarion has become pretty successful on his own. He and Lil Fizz, who was another member of the B2K group, uh, are both on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, the reality show. Is that on VH1? Yes, I think okay. so. If, e- if it's yeah. not, it sounds like it should be. It is, it is. Okay. Uh, it's one of the Love and Hip Hop franchise shows. It's like a reality show? Yes. Okay. They're both on that and they both... 
started the show with like girlfriends and Omarion's has a kid with his girlfriend and, and Lil Fizz has a kid with his girlfriend. Lil Lil Fizz? <laughs> yeah. Um, Lil Fizz Jr. Um, so oh, that was a couple years ago, right? So like, I think last year B2K reunited for the first time uh, to do a tour uh, called the Millennium Tour. And they did it and it was... The Millennium Tour? What year was this? this? Uh, <laughs> my Y2K <laughs> joke holds up pretty well with that. It was, it was, okay. it was last year. But anyway, um, they did that tour. It was a, a success for them. Um, they sold out a bunch of different um, arenas and traveled around the world with a bunch of different artists from like that era of music. So like like Nelly, I think, was on the original run with Chingy, like all those like artists or whatever. And Blink-182 also. <laughs> Lil Wayne. <laughs> um, uh, it went super well for everyone. Everyone was happy to be there. Um <laughs> No, so it was like a success. And then, um, so it was such a success that they were like, let's do another run of it, which they're going to do this year or starting in the next year, I think, in like January or something like that, right? This is going to be the Willennium Tour? <laughs> yeah. Will Smith is involved. <laughs> um, but what's been going on in the news is that um, Omarion, and now I, I haven't been keeping up with Love and Hip Hop, and or like I haven't been paying super close attention to these headlines, but from what I understand is... Omarion's the mother of Omarion's child I believe her name is April is now like dating Lil Fizz and Omarion and and, uh, and April were together for a long time like they were a staple of the reality show whatever so there's been obviously there's been beef egged on by also the the media and by um, fans and stuff like that of people are like this is trifling like Lil Fizz how can you date your best one of your best friends who you became famous with how can you date the mother of his child like they were just together a year ago you know because they had just broken up it wasn't like they've been separated for years they like just broke up or whatever and now they're dating Lil Fizz and and this girl and so they've they've been going back and forth at each other like talking mess to each other back and forth online and uh Omarion's kind of been very silent about it like where Lil Fizz kind of has been more wilding out about it Omarion's kind of been like kind of like not really commenting like Mm. giving official statements and stuff and on Lil Fizz's birthday a couple days ago (laughs) Omarion posted a flyer of the new of the new millennium tour with like the Uh all the 2000s artists and just a picture of Omarion at the top he's like uh I I'm P2K minus Lil Fizz (laughs) no I'm paraphrasing even worse I'm paraphrasing he says uh you know what 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 uh what a time to be alive like can't wait for this opportunity to start new things and blah 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 and the tour is all those 2000s artists and Omarion headlining, not B2K. So none of the other B2K members are going to be on the show. Oh, Just sucks. Omarion, and which is like the ultimate move on Lil Fizz's birthday, which of course is not a coincidence. Right. Um, and so now Lil Fizz not only has to live with himself not being on the tour because of his trifliness, but also the the other members of B2K who could have potentially been on this tour. That's a bummer. And I, I, I don't know. I'm speculating, but I, I probably would have... Um, I think there was some behind the scenes like Omarion kind of like probably some BTS, if you some BTS of B2K yeah. um, probably was like, hey, you know, like we can't support this dude doing this like this. That's trifling, like, you know, to make a statement. And I'm yeah. sh- I hope that something was worked out with the other B2K members right. so that they got something out of this and not like are just sitting at home like mad at Lil Fizz. <laughs> right. Um, sitting at home like Joey Fatone right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was like uh, so now there's a lot of memes and like 
and and stuff about Omarion like being like the ultimate. There's like been, there's a meme of like the screaming at the cat of like oh, <laughs> Lil yeah. Fizz was like, I thought you said I was going on tour and like a an Omarion's face oh. is on the cat. Yeah. Oh. He's like, no, I said stay home with the kids <laughs> or whatever it is. I've seen that. I didn't know yeah. the backstory. So now there's That's a whole funny. now there's a whole backstory. So like, oh, Marion is yeah headlining this giant tour, uh, and B2K is not a part of it. Oh. So jokes on Lil Fizz. I can't wait to see how and if this affects the next season of Love and Hip Hop, which I will definitely now watch. <laughs> right, the producers of Love and Hip Hop are stoked right now. Yeah, they're very excited, if not very proud of their work. <laughs> Uh, I have one other thing that is TV related. What else do you have? Um, I not TV related. So go. Okay. TV related. Uh, the Mandalorian episode, episode three is the latest episode. Are you caught up? I am. What do you think? See, this is why I'm saying I like having it episodic like this every week because it really helps our podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Gives us something to talk about. That's true. Not like, Hey, did you see seasons two and three of (laughs) the Mandalorian? They just dropped. That's cool done, too. Actually. I haven't done anything all week. Uh, also, speaking of Netflix, uh, well, we're speaking of Disney Plus, but speaking of streaming, uh, The Irishman uh, dropped on Netflix today. That's right. The new um, what's his name movie, Martin Scorsese. But anyway, um, what do you think of episode three of The Mandalorian? I loved it. Um, yeah, I, I like that they're upping. The... Can we now talk about what your bro- your brother didn't like about the show? Oh, I forget. I don't think I've talked to him. Oh, because he was like, oh, I don't want to tell you what it is because it's a minor spoiler. So I haven't talked to him. Was it the Baby Yoda thing that he didn't like? Because that's know. like the only thing you could spoil about the show. Right. Um, Although at this point, if you're on the Internet, you know about Baby Yoda. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can't escape it. Yeah. Uh, so episode three, what do you think? Um, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, he goes back. Uh, he bonds a little bit with Baby Yoda mm-hmm. in a kind of a what is annoying at first do you think there was enough bonding between them to really sell what happens in episode three are we spoiling episode three should we just spoil a spoiler it alert, so we go. can have a conversation spoiler alert fast forward five minutes all right and we're spoiling it now do you think there's enough relationship shown over the last three episodes to like warrant him doing everything that he does in this third episode like being willing to take on all these mercenaries and like break the code of the 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 guild and like well, seemingly betray these like powerful mob bosses and stuff. Do you think like to like murder a, a facility full of guys <laughs> like not in like because, oh, he's trying to take the baby back and they start attacking him. No, like he hunts them down. Like, <laughs> do you think he's bonded with the kid enough to okay. warrant that? OK, so you don't. I do not. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I mean he thinks he definitely thinks the kid is cute and the kid definitely helped save his life against the rhino yeah but like is that enough for him to go through everything that he went through in the third episode what is justify that what is difficult I'm not going to answer your question by the way but what is difficult about this no you have to answer the question what is difficult about this in because he has a bucket on his head and we don't see any emotion. But the it's not even on him, though. It's on the kid. The kid has done nothing in the past three episodes. He used the Force well, once, then, than- was, then was passed out for an entire episode. He hasn't done anything to, like, endear himself other to the Mandalorian. unbelievably adorable. And we're, that's supposed to be enough? Yeah. <laughs> no, man. It's not enough. Uh, and so, like, when he's... They, they unscrew the little ball off the, the lever. No, I get the metaphor. Yeah. No, I don't know what the metaphor is. What's the metaphor? I mean, the metaphor of like, 
you don't have to be a hard ass about everything all the time. You can oh. let stuff go. Oh, you know I know. I, mean? I was just like, because he's like, it's an, an annoying thing. Um, and then he like puts him back, but then you like see him like thinking or whatever. And I was thinking like, that's got to be actually really difficult for the actor to act without your face. Yeah. It's more so on really the director has to kind of do the acting for him in the way it's shot. Yeah. Because the, the way you know he's thinking is like the slow zoom on his face. Like that's yeah, how you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's all about how it's shot and composed and stuff like that, which is great. But can you answer my question? <laughs> um, the answer is no, right? Well, I guess the answer is no. Okay, uh, it, it's fine. It doesn't I, mean I, I it's really a terrible en- show. I'm no. just saying that one element of it. I'm like, ah, okay. I'll say I really enjoy this show a lot. Yeah. Um, but it 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 doesn't like really grab me mm. in the way that other things do. And I think the but I like it a lot. Yeah, I think. It's because we don't know enough about the character and we don't see enough about the character to really understand why he does the stuff that he does. So it just kind of feels like, oh, he's doing this because, you know, he's supposed to. He's the it's a Western and he's the main guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like the whole in this to me, the perfect example of this. And let me put it out there before I shit all over it. I like the show a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I that's the only reason I'm watching it. Right. But the perfect example is is in the second episode where he's got to learn to ride that horse thing. Like the that two was legged, a little hacky. It's like, uh, it's like, well, he's got to he's got to ride the horse to get there. Okay, fine. Oh, of course the horse won't let him ride him, and he's got to learn how to ride the horse because yeah. that's what you do in a thing like this. Right. You know right. what I mean? And there's a lot of stuff in the show that is that. It's like, well, why does he like the kid so much? Well, he's got to. That's the that's what the show is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just hope there's a little bit, and it's not, and it tr- it's funny because ironically to me, it has nothing to do with not being able to see his face. The problem is not a lot of stuff happens in these episodes, which would be fine if they were telling a story about just a slice of life type story with this guy who lives in the outskirts of the universe or whatever, but they're trying to tell a, cons- a compelling character driven story, but there's just not much going on in most of these episodes. It's kind of just a lot of, Oh, well something happened. So now I have to go here and follow the plot over this way. And then right, I got to right. you know what I mean? Um, so hopefully they remedy that. And I think the problem might be is, and I could, this is pure speculation. I think the issue with the Mandalorian show is that there was probably a script for a Mandalorian movie that they were like, you know what? In a couple of years, we're going to have a streaming service. Can we develop this into a show? And they took the script. They took the two hour script. They're like, all right, just divide it up into like eight hour long episode or 30 minute episodes. We'll figure it out from there. Okay. So you're, you're probably right. You know what um, I mean? That's how it feels. There was talks. It was never announced, but there was talks uh, that they were going to make a Boba Fett movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was this um, And this is not Boba Fett. Right. Um, but because uh, Boba Fett at this point in Star Wars history is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least is at the bottom of the Sarlacc pit to be digested over a thousand years or whatever. Um, and then after Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, it like didn't do very well in the box office. Mm-hmm. So then they went, oh, no, we're going to scrap all the mm-hmm. Star Wars story movies, mm-hmm. um, which included that Boba Fett thing. So they probably did exactly that. Yeah, because the first three episodes of this movie feel like they should have been compressed and been the first 20 minutes of a really good like Boba Fett or Mandalorian whatever movie. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like 30 minutes worth of content stretched over 90 minutes of episodes. And it feels very like, okay, we get it, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I do like the show, though. Because, I mean, the aesthetic of it is great. I think it's very well executed. I thought I thought the, um, the shootout that happens against uh, the Mandalorian and all of the uh, mercenaries mm-hmm. was... In this episode? Yes, yeah. was good good but it was on just on this side of like 
being pretty ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like it almost got to the point where I'm like, so the guy's unbeatable. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, cause uh, it's important in shootouts like that. Like, of course he's the main character, so he's got to like survive, but you got to do it in a way that like, you got to show that there's enough danger to where that when he does overcome the odds, like it seems plausible. Like this just kind of seemed like no matter what they do, he's like, he can't just be invincible. Like they're terrible shots and he's a perfect shot. Like that kind of stuff to me is like, I don't know. We got to, I, I would have felt by 2019 would have been a little bit more creative than that, but there was a lot of that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like he's, he's literally in the back of what is a, basically a wagon and they're firing at him from every angle and no one's able to hit anything. And he like ducks his head over real quick and shoots some guy between the eyes. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what are the, are, cause to me it kind of undercuts the world. Like, so is he the only bounty hunter who's good at their job? Like, right. you know what I mean? Supposedly all these bounty hunters are good at their job, but they can't like 50 of them can't take down one guy. Like, come on. But anyway, I like the show a lot. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Do you have any theories about uh, where the show's headed? Beyond this? No, I don't have any theories. Hmm. Um, I think you, we theorized on the last episode that uh, the Werner Herzog character wants baby Yoda um, for something. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, he want that's the the setup. Any idea what they're like, trying what to for? do to him? Because they were doing some kind of experiment or some kind of operation or something. So they're trying to mine his midichlorians. So there's two theories out there. Mm-hmm. One is that they're trying to clone him. Oh, okay. Um, that's a good guess, actually. Because that's, I mean, cloning is part of the Star Wars universe. Is this before or after the Clone Wars? This is much after. Oh, okay. Uh, much after. Very far after. Okay. Um, you could have said much later. Oh, and actually, there's a, there's strong evidence to support that theory, because in uh, Attack of the Clones, which is episode two, mm-hmm. um, they go to Camino, the rainy planet, mm-hmm. and there's like these really tall, like really long necked. Uh, no, the bad creatures. Bad times at the El Royale is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Um, and they uh, no fast times at Ridgemont High is what you're thinking of but they um, fast car on the highway on the byway Mr. Robotron is what you're thinking of Uh, they're the ones who have set up the clones (laughs) sorry keep going (laughs) they're the ones who've set up the clones Uh uh, and they have like an emblem and the doctor guy has that emblem has that emblem so they're probably trying to clone him yeah because or mine is midichlorians or something i think they're trying to clone so answer this question for me although we don't know that you that's a thing you you might know this uh when in the star wars universe when you clone someone does it clone them from birth or does it clone them at the age that they are right now no uh from birth oh so then they probably are trying to clone him because it's probably um because we don't really know how conscious um baby yoda is we don't know like how far along in his maturity level i mean it seems not well it seems not far because he's well, acting like a baby no but then he also is picking up a rhino right so yeah. we don't really know how mature he is so it may be to the point where he's already too far gone to like manipulate um you know he may have already have enough mental faculty <laughs> faculties to know right from wrong so maybe they're cloning him to try to they're going to clone him, kill the original, and then from birth raise the new yeah, one to that, be like would, evil or whatever, to be their new emperor or that whatever. That would be totally in line with um, uh, Star Wars existing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, existing stuff in Star Can you in, imagine in an Wars. Emperor Yoda? That'd be sick. That would be sick. I'm sure there's a comic book that exists out I, there where there's an Emperor Yoda. I wonder if... When, the sh- when, the, when does the show end? 
I don't know. There's probably only eight or ten episodes. Because I wonder if it's going to end. Twenty million dollars per episode. (laughs) And I know we always say twenty million dollars. No, it's uh, no, it's like two hundred million dollars per. No, wait, per episode. No, it's twenty million per episode. I believe. Is it really? Yeah, it's the high. It's like the most expensive show ever made. It's twenty million per episode, something like that. Wow. Yeah. And I know we always jokingly say twenty million dollars, but I think it actually is twenty million per episode. Oh. Yeah, because Game of Thrones was ten, and then the big hoopla about this show is it was twenty. Um, but that's because it this look is look um, like who, it would be twenty million dollars. That's probably why it costs twenty million dollars. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you could be like, yeah, they probably spent. Because I think I think the reason why it doesn't look twenty million like twenty million dollars because um, they're they know their budget and time is limited, so they're not due. And because of the scope of the show is not huge, there's not a lot of the what we think of as being expensive Star Wars stuff. Like there's no like. Uh, Star Destroyers. There's no like yeah. big uh, epic like um, dog fights in space and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. But like the CGI is pretty seamless. It is like yeah. his ship looks incredible. The uh, all the Jawa that big Jawa thing looked great. Like that whole sequence it did. looked great. Yeah, you're right. Um, and it looks like they're shooting on location somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it was expensive in that. Cause if you look at game of Thrones, uh, that show was for a while, the most expensive show ever made, ever made. And every because episode, of casting, cause there's so many, right, so right. many but the, people. You would, you would look at that show and there wouldn't be, it wouldn't look like there's $10 million on screen, but there is because of like, they're shooting on location. There's like yeah. a giant crew. There's like a hundred extras. Uh, and this, this show, I would, I would imagine a lot of the show's budget goes into like, um, like uh, production design and like yeah. the sets and cause the sets and like it, the costumes, it, yeah. they all to look, look incredible. like Star Wars immediately. Yes. And I'm sure, I think I'm how many duplicate costumes they have to make for him. Like, yeah. Well, he's our, we're on episode three and he already has a completely new right. suit of armor that I'm sure is a pain in the ass because it's like silver. So if anything scratches it, well, we got to get it. You know what I mean? I'm sure they made yeah. like hundreds of copies of each piece, but yeah, um, it looks great. The show looks amazing. Um, uh, I'm wondering if they're going to incorporate we just, um, in the same key. That was weird. Um, um is unison. Three, two, one. Um, I wonder if they're going again. to one, two, three. Um, um <laughs> do it one more time. One, two, three. Um, <laughs> one, one more time. One, two, three. Um, um all right. Um, I wonder <laughs> if they're going to incorporate baby Yoda or any element from the Mandalorian into rise of Skywalker. I don't think so. I think it'll be separate. I kind of hope they don't like at the end, like baby Yoda, everyone, because I don't think they would. Ha- I don't think they would. Well, if the show proves to be successful, they may add something in. Because well, when when does Rise of Skywalker to, Skywalker take place compared to the show? This show takes place right after um, Return of the Jedi. Okay, um, and then that's the third one, right? The that, last one. Yes, in the in the a- original episode in the original trilogy, six. episode six. Gotcha. Then. Uh, uh, roughly 30 years later is where force awakens take place 30 takes years place. later and then this but this so this is probably like five years later so the mandalorian would probably still be alive then yeah if baby it, yoda will definitely still be alive I, so here's my theory it, i don't think it will at all because i don't think that well, i don't want him to come in like <laughs> as, hey, as here the we hero are. at the end yeah <laughs> no i don't think that would ever happen but i also don't think that they would um wager any part of rise of skywalker um i don't on the success on the success of the mandalorian in any aspect you know what i mean now that being said i would not put it past disney if this show does remarkably well which by all accounts it is doing well so far they could totally shoot something to put in there that makes reference to this or whatever i just don't think that there will be 
Because I, I also think they don't want to confuse the timelines if the case they want to do another season of this. Like, I don't think they want right. to confuse people. Like, wait, when does this take place? Like, is this at the same time? Because with the Mandalorian, there's no way to know how old he is because he doesn't take his helmet off. Right. So it's like, I don't think they want to confuse those timelines. He said in this episode that he's never taken his helmet off. I mean, I'm sure he means in public, right? This is what I'm wondering. <laughs> how does he eat? Because Boba Fett takes his helmet off, right? Uh, Boba Fett doesn't. Django, Django Fett, Fett does. Jimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Although Jimmy Smiths. Uh, that's not Jimmy Smiths. Um, Who is Jimmy Smiths? Jimmy Smiths is um, uh, what's his name from Alderaan? Um, Something Organa. Yeah, Bail Organa. Thank you. Um, I'm helping you out <laughs> of Star Wars sand pits, dude. <laughs> out of Star Wars Sarlacc pits, dude. Uh, Bail Organa. Um, there's also uh, some debate. We, yeah, I don't know if we want to go this deep into. I, I definitely Star think Wars. he's going to take his helmet off at some point this season. Okay, maybe he has to. Like because they've built they've built up that to be a dramatic thing. What an ultimate like card! Yeah, yeah, what an right. ultimate card to be able to play as the writer at a at a crucial moment where you know maybe to save the life of Baby Yoda or something he has to take off his helmet. Uh, it's gonna happen. Take off your helmet, or we'll kill Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Show us your face. <laughs> and because you don't, it's ha- Nick Cage threatening him at that point. <laughs> I would love Show us your face. I would love if Nick Cage was the villain in The Mandalorian. Uh he's the emperor. Um I think uh Yeah, and you also don't hire uh Pedro Pascal to not show his face. He's a gorgeous oh, man. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Um anyway, okay, that's a lot about The Mandalorian. Cuz cuz we also get uh flashbacks to like when the empire the empire or we're assuming the Empire like murdered his family. Okay, so do you want me to go all the way let's into all of the Mandalorian history that I know? Let's friggin' do it. Okay. All right. Can I tell you what I know about the Mandalorians first? Yes. And what I've been able to gather, and then you you yes. tell me if I'm right or wrong. So the Mandalorian are a race of people. Yes. From a planet. Yes. And called Mandalore. Called Mandalore, and they say uh, this is the way a lot. <laughs> apparently <A lot. laughs> apparently i don't think i've ever heard that before this show nope. uh, <laughs> they say it a ton uh and they're kind of like this like um they have this weird kind of pseudo religious uh affinity for um kind of like the warrior lifestyle they're mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they're kind of they kind of remind me of the way um the uh the spartans are depicted in 300 yes kind of like very uh, pride, pr- prideful, and like very like warrior esque, and honor is yeah. all like like samurais essentially. Yep, yep, yep. And um, but they're not all bounty hunters. That's just Correct. his profession. Correct. But they all have jetpacks and that cool gear. Um, <laughs> or would those guys just happen to be bounty hunters as well? I think or, those guys. Or do Mandalorians all have those outfits? I'm confused. Because is that a bounty hunter outfit or is that a Mandalorian outfit? That is a Mandalorian armor outfit. So uh, and those guys happen to be. So every Mandalorian person or adult has armor that looks like like uh, Boba Fett. I don't think all of them have it. It's just like the the warriors. warriors Okay, got you. So okay, got you. Okay, now now we're getting somewhere. Now you're talking my language, Brandon. Okay, cool. And then uh, I'm assuming the Mandalorian planet was conquered or destroyed and they're like the last remnants of the mandalorians in the galaxy correct um cool so they had a huge battle 
Um, and it was probably over that steel that they keep talking about. Yes, that best star steel. Yeah. yeah. Um, which that is new stuff for this show. Of course. That yeah. they've introduced. Well, they, they, you know, they have to give it some kind of background. Yeah. yeah. But um, the existing stuff, because they've, the Star Wars TV shows, like the animated shows, have explored some Mandalorian history. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Old Republic, which is pre prequels. Because that's the Republic. This is like the old Republic. They would where those Knights of the Old Republic are from. Exactly. Come on, dude. Come on, exactly. man. Now you're talking my language, <laughs> George Lucas. Um, Give me some credit for knowing what that is. That's, that's I mean, a- I don't know what it is, but I've heard it before. I've heard the name before. <laughs> well, do you know what it is? Knights of the Old Republic. Is that a video game yeah, or something? Video. Okay, gotcha. Um, anyway, it, that, so that's basically pre prequels. So we uh-huh. don't see any of this in the prequels. Gotcha. Um, but they fought with the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were like uh, opposing the Jedi and I don't know if it's the Jedi that wiped them out mostly or if it was the Empire I kind of think it was the, the Jedi that did um, and well because yeah. in his flashback we're seeing droids we're not seeing necessarily oh you're Jedi. right and you're right and the flashbacks from this episode those were uh, the era of droids those were like Clone Wars droids gotcha. so it was probably during that era yeah in some battle basically their their planet their home planet has been destroyed mm-hmm. um and the people have been almost wiped out so now they basically live underground and what we're learning in this is is yeah they have a very like religious uh vibe about their warrior code and tendencies stuff. Yeah. yeah um and like the blacksmith um mm. and like making their armor um yeah, so there's all of that. Now, this is the way. Yes. Now, with Boba Fett and Jango Fett, uh-huh. um, they are not considered by Mandalorians to be of Mandalorian descent. Why? Because um, they're I, from New Zealand? I. <laughs> <laughs> and no other Mandalorians have that accent for some reason? Um, they're all Americans now. It's fine. <laughs> I think the story is... <laughs> I think the story is... Jango Fett was just a bounty hunter who put on Mandalorian armor because it was really good armor. Yeah. Um, and so he probably killed a Mandalorian in order to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's not, and I don't think he has any direct ties to. And is Fett a last name or is that a title? I think it's his last name. Okay. Jango so Fett. is he related to, to Boba Fett? Yes. Okay. He's his father, kind of. So in okay. we're going all the way on Star Wars right now. I'm, uh, I'm is Jango Fett a clone or something? Jang, uh, Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett. Oh, gotcha. Um, Jango. So Fett, do they look the same? We don't know. They do, but we never see Boba Fett. Okay, gotcha. Um, but Jango Fett in the Clone Wars, um, basically, there's a there's a the separatists who are mm-hmm. trying to leave the Republic. They have a droid army. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have all droids. And the Republic has a clone army. And the Republic, then they realize that someone has put in an order uh, like 10 years prior for uh, these clones. <laughs> put in an order? Yes. <laughs> like an Amazon order? <laughs> yes. Your droid, for- ar- your your clone army is uh, out for delivery. <laughs> it's nine stops away. <laughs> your clone army of half a million <laughs> clones. Yes. Uh, and so the, the original person that they're cloning is Django Fett. Um, and oh, so he, wow. So all of the soldiers are Jango Fett. Yes. Wow. But they're modified versions of him. They've basically sped up their uh, aging abilities and learning abilities so they can grow clones faster and smarter and stronger. And Do they die quicker of old age? Um, I would assume so. Yeah. They live like 10 years and they're done. They're yeah, done. probably. Like flies, oh. I guess. Yeah. Um, and his one of his conditions was that he wanted an unaltered clone of himself that to is raise Boba as Fett. his son, which is Boba Fett. Yeah. 
Um, he didn't just want to have sex with a lady. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Cut out the middleman. Give me a clone. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they're considered really true Mandalorians. They're, uh, yeah. They just have the armor. Yeah. And they don't have the same code and everything, which is a little confusing because this is a Mandalorian. It's almost as if the also a, a, a bounty hunter. It's almost as if I know what you're going to say. It's almost as if all of this backstory about Mandalorians and whatnot was hastily thrown together and thought of after the fact. (laughs) But that couldn't be true, right? <laughs> um, some of this, a lot of this stuff is coming from. Um, of course, it is uh, the shows. Yeah, um, the Clone Wars shows. Yeah, if you so want to dive deep on this stuff, go to Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm not going to go to that site just because of the name. That's the no. They they have a wealth of Star Wars information on, uh-huh. there, on what is like considered canon. Are there servers on Kashyyyk? Because it's Wikipedia. That's yeah. a really good. I'm impressed. Thanks, man. Oh, a, you know how I know that? Because I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order. Actually, yes. We talked about it last week. Yeah. I corrected you that it's called Kashyyyk, but I'm impressed that you remember. Thank it. you. Appreciate it. Um, okay. Uh, now talking about something other than Star Wars. Okay. Uh, well, I was kind of getting into it. Uh, well, we've spent more than half the episode talking about this. And last <laughs> we, week's episode. I've, I've been telling you we need to do a Star Wars podcast. Last week's episode had a picture of the Mandalorian on the front, and that was the title. So I don't know what we're going to title this let's, one. Let's put this episode out and not mention Star Wars at all in the promotional <laughs> materials. And then they're just like, what? I, there's st- I'm going to fast forward like 10 minutes. They're still st- talking about Star Wars? <laughs> Mandalorian. <laughs> Django Fett. <laughs> um, okay. Pivoting away from that. Okay. Uh, the Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah. We haven't talked about that yet. Have you seen it? I have seen it. I've seen a lot of it. In the last couple of days, it's a been lot everywhere. of memes. Yeah, what do you? What was your initial reaction? This is a crazy looking truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were you were you in favor or against? Uh, I'm pretty neutral. I would never drive that um, <laughs> ever uh, under any condition. Really? Uh, Even if someone gave it to you, uh, yeah, you yeah, would totally drive it. Especially if someone gave it to you me, would, I wouldn't drive. You would. You would buy that truck if it were twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a. It's just such a crazy looking truck. It, it is, but like, it doesn't even look like a truck. Well, it doesn't in the initial photographs. Like the the photographs from the presentation. Like if you're looking at just the side profile and like that stuff, it doesn't. When you actually see video of it, like in person, to me, it very much looks like a pickup truck, and it's also weird, really, really big. Yeah. Like you can't really tell that because of the there's a weird in that photo that's kind of gone famous of like uh, Elon Musk standing in front of the side profile of it with a broken glass with the broken glass. <laughs> uh, there's a, some weird depth perception thing going on. So it yeah. looks smaller than it is. It looks like a little like like go kart or something. Yeah. But when you see the video of it going down a street, you're like, oh, my God, like it's a tank. Like yeah. it really is like it dwarfs the F-150 and yeah. the F-150 is a giant truck. So it's like it really is a big truck. Um Initially, I was like, oh, it's kind of ugly, man. Like, it looks just like kind of like, I don't know. I wasn't as, I like what they were trying to do with like the hard angles and stuff like that. And it kind of like has like a modular build to it. Um, I didn't really like it at first. The, 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 but I've always was a huge fan of like the, the performance specs. Yeah. Um, but the design has been growing on me now that I've seen more of it 
and seeing it being driven in the roads and stuff like that, I, I kind of they've like pre pre ordered like two hundred fifty thousand, two hundred fifty thousand of them. Um, the best jokes that I've seen about it are uh, two. My here's my two favorites. One is that it looks like an El Camino that fucks. It definitely does. That's funny. Uh, who said that? Chris D'Elia? <laughs> sounds like a Chris D'Elia. Was, sounds probably. like a Chris D'Elia joke. Um, and then also uh, Kanye West on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, Kanye West, I'm sure, was among the first to pre-order it. Um, I'm sure he has an agreement with Elon, like, hey, whatever you build, put me down for, for two. ten of them. <laughs> yeah, probably two. Uh, probably one in the regular color and then one in black, because Elon did announce they're doing a matte black version as well. Oh. Um, I think it, that truck's going to look dope in matte black. Actually, if I can get it in matte black, I'd drive that truck. Yeah. Um, it looks crazy, but I think it looks dope in real life. Um, what it's able to do is crazy. Uh, the, it seats six people comfortably. Mm-hmm. I saw some videos like inside the the cab. It's <laughs> it's crazy big, and it's got like the the pilot style steering wheel. Uh, I think it looks crazy, man. Like, it I does think it look looks, crazy. I think it looks, I would buy it if. And the crazy thing is, it starts at forty grand, which is not a lot of money. <laughs> that's For a like truck, yeah. yeah, that's like the same price as a brand new F one fifty. Granted, that's the base model, and no one's gonna buy the base model because in order to get any of the the torque or the mileage that you want, you're going to have to get at least a dual engine version, which is probably like five grand more, 10 yeah. grand more maybe. Um, but man, no gas, I, no maintenance. Means, I know. Like to have a truck that's all wheel drive that can haul better than any truck on the road, can drive faster than any truck on the road and no gas ever, no maintenance unless you blow out a tire. Yeah, that's you get your oil change once a year or something. Right. <laughs> it's man, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh but yeah, and then he Elon also said that there's going to be a version where the truck bed cover is a uh, a solar panel that'll get you like 15 extra miles. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Mhm. I like that. Um did you so I'm assuming you saw the bulletproof glass thing. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. can you explain uh for the listener? If they didn't see what happened. So what happened was in the demonstration, the the Tesla ran demonstration, demonstration. Elon mentioned that the glass is like indestructible. He said it's literally bulletproof. He said it's literally bulletproof. And then he like very lightly tossed some rocks at the the window twice. (laughs) And both times the window shattered. (laughs) (laughs) So my guess as to what happened was... Uh, in that particular display model, they didn't use like the the what yeah. will be the bulletproof glass. They were just like, let's put some glass on here so we can get this truck out for the show. And yeah, he yeah. probably didn't know that. Right. And threw and the, rocks and the at person, it. The person backstage was like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. And that person is fired <laughs> or dead. <laughs> and yeah, that glass broke, and uh, it was not. I mean, but it's like I think Elon has. Uh, so here's as a, as a as the head of a company like Tesla and SpaceX and all that. I think Elon Musk has done a great job with PR. I think because he's he's crafted an image around himself where he can stuff like that can happen and it doesn't kill um, him as a person as like a a public figure and it doesn't kill mm-hmm. his business. Now, obviously, yeah. like some like the numbers, the initial like tracking of of Tesla stock was not doing great the first day that this happened. Uh, I think it's probably since recovered because um, the 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 sales on this truck have been crazy. And yeah. they won't even go into production for like another I think, year. Yeah, I think twenty twenty two. The end is of twenty twenty one is when they're going to start, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he's crafted a persona around himself where like he he he's intentionally done stuff to be like I'm a funny guy. You know what I mean? Like 
uh, like the Joe Rogan interview, I think it was one of them. He put out that rest in peace Harambe song. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, so like when something like that goes wrong, it's like, hey, it's like, LOL, moving on, you know? Yeah. I'm st- I've still changed the landscape of automobiles forever. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and he has the success of like, and I think, so I was watching a video. There's this guy named Marquez Brownlee, not Marquez Nelson. It's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of this guy named Marquez Brownlee who does like, he's no, like this. Marque Fairley is who you're thinking of, but continue. <laughs> no, Mark Anthony is who you're thinking of. Vivir Mavita. No, uh, Mark Anthony. <laughs> no, Marie Antoinette is who you're thinking of. Um uh, uh, no, Antoine Stanley. No, is who you're Anthony of. from Queer Eyes. Who you're thinking of? <laughs> um, no, no so, Queer <laughs> Eyes is what you're thinking of. Ben Stein. Queer Eyes. No, when Ben Stein's money is what you're thinking of. Ben Stiller. You mean? <laughs> no, Crosby, Stills, and Nash is what Crosby, you're Stills, Nash, and Young is who you're thinking of. No, Neil Patrick Harris is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas is who you're thinking of. Um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is who you're thinking of. <laughs> um, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is who you're thinking of. Martin Luther King Jr. is who you're thinking of. <laughs> John Jacob Jingleheimer <laughs> Schmidt is who you're thinking of. Uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> that feels uh, really disrespectful coming uh, after um, <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh... Uh, John Jacob Jingle Heimerschmidt. No, Jingle All the Way <laughs> is what you're thinking of. Um, That's one of my favorite holiday no, movies of all time. This is the way is what you're thinking of from the Mandalorian. <laughs> from the Mandalorian. <laughs> all right, Edward. Sorry, Edward. Where did I leave off? Um, um, oh, uh, yeah. So this guy Marquez Brownlee. Uh, <laughs> he he's he's this black guy who I don't know what he's famous for, but what I apparently he's famous for doing these like tech review videos and stuff, and he just reviews. He he has a lot of money somehow, and so like he buys a bunch of cars and a bunch of other stuff, and like he just reviews it. Um, I don't know what he's famous for, but I'll find out and I'll, I'll review. I'll revise this statement next week. Um, anyway, he's reviewed the the Tesla and he made the Tesla Cybertruck, and he made a good point. He was like, the reason why this design is crazy but revolutionary is when you think about it from like a market perspective. Truck buyers like the truck market is different than the car market. The car market is way more volatile, volatile than the truck market. You can put out a car because there's so much variety be- between like cars. You can kind of take more risks with trucks. Like every truck is basically a clone of an F-150 because truck buyers like one style because they've bought one style for the last hundred years. Right. Mm-hmm. So and truck owners are not concerned with the altruism of environmental protection like that the the Tesla offers. They're they're more utilitarian than that and they're more they like to buy what they know and stuff like that. So in order to make a splash in the truck market, you you can't just do, oh, it's basically an F150 except it's a Tesla because that that's it, not going to electric. Yeah, yeah that's not going to make someone sell. who would buy an F150 buy your Tesla. You have to do something that's groundbreaking that either is going to be so groundbreaking visually 
uh, that people are like, whoa, like truck owners take notice of that. Or you you bring new people into owning a truck that may not have ever thought of owning a truck before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have to take the risk and make it look crazy because if he would have just made a Tesla F-150, no one would care and it wouldn't have made any money. I thought that was a really good point. Um, and yeah, and I think and he also mentioned that Elon has made um, he, the reason why he can afford to take a risk with that design is because he has made such successful other cars that have really revolutionized the road mm-hmm. like the tesla like the model whatever the model s model three whichever one yeah both it, both of them and then uh his favorite one that he mentioned that he thinks really changed the game was the model y um, oh that's not out yet you mean the model well, yeah the the, the model y is when the, the, the one that's, that's not the, out? no that's the model y is the uh <clears throat> the model x is the like suv the model three is the affordable one the model s is like the original what's the model y that's not coming out yet. What or is it's it not though? out yet. It's a SUV. It's basically the Model Three equivalent of the that's Model what he's X. talking about. Okay, because he said Model Y exclusively, and I think he was meaning that to say he's like once that car comes out, it will be once he completes his trifecta of like the affordable like all electric car that can go as far, go as long, and compete. Um, and is the the best performing car on the road, it's game over. It'll be the iPhone of cars. And that's what I think Elon is doing. Like, he's playing chess. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's not going to buy this truck. And I don't think he's counting on everybody buying the truck the way he counts on, like, everyone buying the Model S or Model 3. I think he's inundating the market with all electric products that are cool. And he's he, basically what he's doing, to me, in my opinion, is he's changing the narrative of what's, like, cool and what's considered luxury to his brand. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, I'm going to make the coolest, most sought after electric truck so that I'm because he's trying to attack every market. Yeah, I, I'm going to have the coupe, the sedan, the SUV and the truck. And they're all going to be I'm he's redefining what's cool and what's hip and what's like considered luxury. Right. And I think because that I think for electric cars, that's been the biggest battle is convincing people that electric cars are cool. Yeah, because um, no one wants a Nissan Leaf. <laughs> right. Right, especially not the <laughs> Nissan Leaf truck. Right, and that I think that's what the the ultimately was the failure of the the Prius. Even though I think the Prius was a huge success, I think they're not it, cool. They're, one, they're a hybrid; they're not all electric. And yeah. two, they're not a cool car. Um, they did become the Honda Civic of friggin' uh, of hybrid the, cars and but, of the 2010s right, decade. Right, but they didn't effectively like for all electric like that. That was the Tesla, and it's crazy because. Tesla is not only synonymous with um, electric cars, but it's synonymous with luxury, but also synonymous with utility. Those two things are not usually connected. Mm-hmm. Usually, if you have a luxury car, up until now, when you had a luxury car, it like, was kind of pointless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I got this Hummer, so? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got this Escalator, or oh, I got this Porsche. It's like, okay, great. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now, like... Like, does it go point A to point B, just like mine? <laughs> cool. Great. Yeah, what does it do that my Honda Civic doesn't do? Oh, yeah, Power windows. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he blows cold air. Ooh, right. And, and what's great about what I think he's trying to do is he's making he's trying to blend luxury and utility, which is great. I think Kanye's doing a similar thing with all the aesthetic stuff that he's doing. He's trying to blend luxury and utility while at the same time bringing costs down. Because if he wanted to, he could charge $100,000 for Teslas and people would still buy them. But he's trying to drive the price down to a Honda Civic price because he wants everybody to have his car. It, it's 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 really effective um, business acumen 
uh, and design and stuff like that, but it's driven by a sense of altruism, I really think, because uh, what's his name? Uh, Elon Musk could be doing anything with his money right now. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Like, he, he could be selling flamethrowers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but the fact well, that... Well, he, I mean, he, he also is, does doing that. He is also doing that, but he could just be selling flamethrowers. You know what I mean? Or he could just be building missiles to send to friggin' Israel or whatever, you know? But it's it, his car company is like luxury and utility and like this really great business but it's all driven kind of by this altruistic goal of like trying to leave a better footprint on the earth and i think that's the reason why i can really get behind him even when he does crazy stupid shit um yeah uh yeah he's i mean has a crazy uh, stupid love is what i was thinking of (laughs) he is um revolutionizing uh, electric cars and making them cool because that, that is the the hardest part, um, and making people want them. Um, and if that happens, then like carbon emissions go down, mm-hmm. and he's helping the planet. And then he's also got a solar panel company um, for uh, same same thing. He's like trying to get us off of like fossil fuels, et cetera. So he's trying to like save the earth in that way. And then he's also trying to establish a colony on Mars. <laughs> right. So like he is worried about the uh, long-term survival of the human race. Yeah. And Tesla and, and Americans driving electric cars may seem like, I mean, cause I mean, there is a greater global emissions problem, but I think Amer- what he's doing with Tesla, I think has greater global um, ramifications that, uh, may not happen tomorrow but in the next 30 years could be huge because if tesla becomes widely successful in the united states which i think it's on the track to do and they start to become the majority of cars on the road which i definitely could see happening i could see tesla being like the iphone of cars where like sure you could buy a honda but like you you should get a tesla you know what i mean and even if even if i can see a world where say 30 years from now where like 60% of the cars on the road, or even, let's be more conservative than that, say 40% of the cars on the road are Tesla. I think in the United States, like something like 55% of the cars on the road are a Honda or a Toyota, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I could see that being Tesla 30 years from now. But, not, but that doesn't just do good for Tesla. What that also does is it forces every other car company to be like, oh shoot, we need an all electric car to compete with Tesla. So now you have every other company, it's already happening. Now you have every other company making electric cars. Yeah, and what trying the, to make them cool. And trying to make them cool. What that does is it drives up uh, electric car um, innovation. It says, okay, how do we keep it continuing to improve batteries and stuff like that? So what that does is it drives down the pursuit of a better gas burning engine and drives up the pursuit of a better electric engine. What that does is makes uh, the cost of electric engines go down. Right. What that does is makes electric cars more affordable for the globe. So now, you know, buying a Tesla in the United States is great, but um, there's like 3 billion people in India who cannot afford a Tesla. But 30 years from now, maybe maybe 20% of the, you know, the gas burning cars that are in India are replaced by electric cars. Now you've now that's what's twenty percent of eight or three billion people. You know what I mean? Now that right. significantly reduces. There's not really three billion people in India. I don't know. How, there's a lot of people in India. Is my point? <laughs> Hyperbolically, sure. <laughs> there's a lot of people in India, but all I'm saying is this: uh, Tesla could be the the first step in what could be a global revolution in yep. energy for the automobile industry. Yeah. Uh, if the um, oil companies all allow it to happen. Right, or if it can happen in spite of in spite of their in efforts. spite of their efforts to counteract it, because they will counteract it. Yeah, um, but yeah, 
Um, I have one other piece of news. Let's do it. I don't have anything else. So okay, let's do it. Do you know who John Schnatter is? John Schnatter. No. Okay. Um, he has a, a hateable name. Yep. Um, and he's a hateable guy. He's uh the founder and former CEO of Papa John's. Okay. Oh, I did see this. <laughs> okay. So he did an interview, uh-huh. and there's a couple things in the interview. One, he was. You mean like, his name is not Papa John? Well, <laughs> his name is John, and he, let's be honest, he's he probably, someone's father. <laughs> he probably makes all of his uh, employees call him Papa. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was ousted like a year or two ago. Because he had some racial remarks. Oh, he said like the N word in a meeting or and something, on a conference a, call or on something. On a conference call, yeah. like for earnings, like with stockholders and stuff. I don't understand. But. Uh, it was an interview with him and he was talking about how like it's this great injustice that has happened to him because he's been ousted from his own company and uh, he said he's like smiling and he's like just wait the facts are going to come out there will be a day of reckoning and I'm like what and he's really mad at the guy who is, who is current CEO and he was trying to say that like the quality of Papa John's pizza has gone down and so he explained that in the past 40 no excuse me in the past 30 days, he's eaten 40 pizzas, <laughs> and it's not the same. 40 pizzas in 30 days, and it's just not the same. Yeah, that's a pizza a day. That's like, <laughs> and on some days, two pizzas. Jesus. That's, oh, man. Did Actually, you, looking at him in the interview, he looks like he's eaten 40 pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> well, I was about to say, there was one, I, one of the uh, headlines of this went viral because I think it might have been from The Onion or one of those sites, uh, but it said the headline was, Visibly damp, former <laughs> uh, former Papa John CEO says he's eaten forty pizzas in thirty days. Visibly, Visibly damp. damp, I thought was hilarious. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. All right, that was a yeah. good show. Uh, anyway, very very good show. John Schneider, Rob Schneider is his, <laughs> is his name. Uh, where can people find you on no, the internet? Eliza Schlesinger is who you're thinking of. No, Eliza Dushku is who you're thinking who of. That? From Dollhouse, she was also in Bring It On. Oh, no, Bring It On to the Streets is who you're thinking. <laughs> no, <of. laughs> that's a callback to last episode. I know. Uh, there's a deeper callback to last episode. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Uh, Step Up Three Three D is what you're thinking of. Okay. I think Hello? it's just a Spy Kids 3D is what you're thinking of. Spy Kids? No, Smart Guy is what you're thinking Ooh. of. Uh, sister, Sister is what it sister is. Sister Act is what you're thinking of. Uh, uh, no, uh, Brotherly Love <laughs> the Disney Channel show <laughs> is what you're thinking of. I don't, I don't remember that show. With the Lawrence Brothers? Oh, the Joey. Oh, yeah. Joey and... Uh, yeah, Joey Lawrence. Oh, man. Brotherly Love? Um, no, For Your Love, the show with Holly Robinson, Pete. No, Your Love, the song by The Outfield is what you're thinking of. <laughs> outfield? Angels in the Outfield. You would, you would know of. that song if I played it right Angels now. in the Outfield. No, maybe. Angels in the End Zone, the sequel is what you're thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> really? <laughs> that does not star Christopher Lloyd because they couldn't afford him. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Although Joey Lawrence is also in that one. Is he really? Yeah. He's been in a lot of like or, bad... Or Matthew Lawrence, excuse Matthew me. Matthew Lawrence, okay. Yeah. Oh, the bad math, the bad Lawrence brother. Uh, Matthew Lawrence is also in a movie with Rob Schneider called The Hot Chick. 
Okay, well, I think we need to wrap it up there. Then that's yeah, a, that's I think a we perfect, just came full uh, circle. Yeah, full circle. All right, where can people find you on the internet? Brad? At B Shaw, B Shaw, B Shaw. Where can people find you on the internet? At Asan the DJ on social media and at Asan.com, uh, my website. And uh, this show, this show can uh, be found at weeklyregular.com and at weeklyregular. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, we have new DIY stickers. So if you want a uh, shipping, if you want a uh, a shipping sticker, uh, a U.S. Postal Service shipping sticker with weekly regular written on it, or know you're thinking of written on it, <laughs> DM us. We'll send it to you for free. Actually. <laughs> You should also use the same. You should just uh, write it on the back of the the sticker, the address. <laughs> and oh, just, yeah, send, just ship yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, "Oh, it's a shipping label. Great, perfect." <laughs> yep. Uh, so if you want one of those, hit us up. Um, yeah, uh, and let us know if you'd like uh, merchandise because uh, we're we're deb- we're thinking about getting into the merchandise game. So if you'd like a weekly regular T-shirt or something like that, or we'll just any other T-shirt, or, we'll sell you any T-shirt. Yeah, we'll sell you a blank T-shirt. We're we'll sell you a T-shirt money. for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hit us up, DM us if you want some comedy bang bang T-shirts, and we'll make that happen. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, is that it? Uh, that's it. All right, we will see you next week. See you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Oh, they already did. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving.